Welcome to Your Bookkeeping Matters. I'm your host, Lisa Turner, a professional bookkeeper, registered bus agent, and your small business cheerleader and mentor. I'm also a wife and mum to two little people. This podcast is for small business owners who want to manage their numbers the right way. It will be short and sweet episodes each week on business and bookkeeping matters in an easy to understand way with real quick tips or changes you can put in place having a huge positive impact at the same time up-leveling yourself so you can be in control and confident that you know your bookkeeping matters. Let's dive into this week's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Your Bookkeeping Matters. This week, I want to share with you some pretty big issues that I see happen way more often than they should. And that is one of the hidden pitfalls of growth, changing business structure. So what happens quite often is that you start your small business out winging it as a side hustle, not really confident that you're going to do much with it, or you want to see how you go. So you start out with the business structure of a sole trader, or you checked in with your tax agent, your accountant and solicitor and worked out together that sole trader is the perfect structure for you to start as, because sometimes it truly is the best option for you at the time. So however you got there starting out as a sole trader, that's not what we're looking at today. Because now you've been a sole trader for a while, business is going great and you're keen to keep the momentum going and your tax agent said to you last week, oh, I think it's time for you to change to a company or a trust or a new entity business setup that is no longer the sole trader that you started out as. And that is amazing. But so many times I've seen the dump and run happen. The tax agent charges you and sets up your sweet new ABN, Australian business number and company and does the myriad of paperwork that goes along with that and says, see you later at next year's tax time without so much of a word of advice on all the new and different things that come along with that new structure. By no way am I saying that's what all tax agents do because the ones I work with would never do that to you and neither would most others. But I have honestly hand on heart seen my fair share of sole traders changed over and left to sink or swim. And I want to make sure that you avoid some of these giant issues, if not all of them, and arm you with the information so that you can ask questions and get things done that need to be and the right way. Because all of these things really matter and make a huge difference in your financial growth and profitability. So let me break it down for you. Firstly, as a sole trader, you can take money out of the bank accounts whenever you like because as a sole trader, all the money is yours and all the profit is your taxable income because you are the sole trader. There's no separate entity or business. So changing over to a company or trust or the other setups guess what? You can no longer do this taking money out whenever you like because now there's a separate legal entity involved. It's now a business that is separate from you, the person. So going forward to take money out of the bank accounts, 
you have two options. And the first one is become an employee of the company, which you couldn't do as a sole trader. You can employ others, but not yourself. But now as an employee of the company, you need to be set up and paid through payroll and have tax and super applied. This is a pretty big learning curve and unless you have some pretty specific training, I would highly recommend engaging a BAS or tax agent to help you out here because payroll isn't the simple process that it used to be. I have an episode coming up soon on hiring employees. In the meantime, you can head back to episode 13 on payroll mistakes that could land you in hot water if you're really keen to start learning more about payroll right now. Or you can check out my blog, Wages and Payroll Ain't That Easy. I'll pop a link in the show notes, of course. There's a lot you need to do once you're on payroll. And if you don't know this and just take the money out like you used to when you were a sole trader, you could land yourself in some pretty hot water come this tax time with a giant tax bill on all that money that you took and a bucket load of superannuation and fines to pay because you didn't pay the super and missed all the quarterly deadlines. So make sure you get on top of this and get your payroll done the right way in your new business structure. Now your second option If you've put money into the company to start it up or pay for things before there was money in the bank account, you can take that money out again. That doesn't need to go through payroll. So if you put $5,000 of your own money in to get the company going, you can take that much back out again without having to put it through payroll. If you want to leave the money in the business, you absolutely can and still put anything you take out through payroll. But you do have that option when there's funds that you have put into the company. You can always get advice from your trusty tax professional on this and they can work out the wage amounts with you or guide you. A hot tip, if you already have employees that worked for your sole trader business, you'll need to do up new contracts for them because they'll be employed by a new business. The next pitfall that comes along with changing business structure, and this one makes me cry into my coffee when I see this, is not starting a new software file. Whatever you're using, if it's Xero, Myob, QuickBooks, you can't just change the ABN in the settings and continue on using the same file. It creates a giant mess that takes ages and costs you an absolute fortune for someone to untangle and split the financials between the two businesses. There's payroll issues if you did have existing employees, the bass lodgements will be all mucked up with numbers intertwined, profit splits, income tax. I'm starting to tear up now just thinking about it. So do yourself a favor and keep the split clean and tidy with a brand new shiny software file for the new company. New ABN means new file. Don't let your tax agent tell you any different. And if they do, you should be seeing some red flags recently changed the structure and thinking, oh my gosh, that's me. I changed my ABN and carried on as normal in my old software. 
don't stress. It is fixable. It just takes a little bit of work and it's better now to fix it and start the new file than a year down the track. So get a trusty bookkeeper on board to split the new transactions and pop them in your new file and away you go. If you're after a little bit more detail or want to read about updating your software when changing over, I'll link my blog on switching to a company in the show notes for you. Tied to getting a new software file, and this is an extremely important matter, is, yep, you guessed it, new bank accounts required. Even if you had separate bank accounts for your sole trader, you still need new ones. As we were talking about earlier, that your new entity is a separate business from you now. You can't have sole trader, personal or business bank accounts that are in your name. So you need to get in touch with your bank and let them know that you have a new AVN, a new company, and you'd like to set up a new suite of bank accounts and hook those new bank accounts up to your new software file. Please don't hook up the old ones in there. And yes, I'm saying bank accounts plural because you'll need more than one. You'll need your main operating bank account, a tax and GST bank account for savings and any others that your business requires for your circumstances. Now there's two reasons for the new bank accounts to keep the financials separate from the other entity and because you're legally required to. So it's one of those non-negotiables. You must get bank accounts in the company or trust name. You're not allowed to operate the business under other named bank accounts. Now, the next big admin job when changing structure that often gets missed is the client-facing end. Everything you do with your clients needs updating. So if you're e-commerce, you need to update your website and the ABN and the company name that goes out on the invoices when a sale is made. You need to go ahead and update the details on your website in your T's and C's sections, and that's even if you're product or service-based. If you've got things like click wrap terms and conditions, you know when you have people tick the little box to say they've read the T's and C's or it opens up the conditions for them to read, you need to make sure all that's updated with your new company name and ABN. And my own personal nightmare as a service-based business For all your existing clients, you need to issue all new engagement documents or client agreements, whatever you call them in your business, to each and every client because they're now working with a different business. If you don't update these and something happens and you need to refer to or lean on them, they won't help you at all because they're with the old entity, the old sole trader. So make sure you get those updated. And the upside to updating them, it's the perfect time to have your solicitor check them out and give them a refresh if they need updating. So the main issues to avoid when changing structures are to be aware of how to withdraw money for yourself from your new business. Don't keep using the same accounting software and stress all your number friends out. Open new bank accounts so that you don't get into trouble 
and update all your documents everywhere because everything you're dealing with is with this new entity, this new business, this new ABN. My biggest tip to you on this whole topic of changing structure is if you haven't already started your business and you're listening to this episode, is to get advice on the best structure for your business for you before you start out. Because sometimes it's a great idea and perfect for your personal circumstances to start out from the get-go as a company. You don't have to wait until you've been in business for a certain amount of time or until you're making X amount of profit. You can be a company as soon or as early as you'd like. Those are really common myths and they just aren't true at all. I wish I'd known all those years ago that I could have, should have started out as a company and saved myself weeks and weeks of admin time. Everyone's circumstances are different and sometimes sole trade is perfect for the start and sometimes it's not. So my tip, if you haven't got your structure set up, get advice before you do. But if you are already a sole trader and grown to the point that it's time to make the switch, Don't be afraid of it after listening to this. If you plan ahead, because there is lots to do, you'll be organized and confident and changing business structure won't turn out to be a hidden pitfall of growth for you because you know what to do. So time the switch ideally with a new financial year and get it all ready and set up the month before or start fresh on a new quarter. Try not to do it in the middle of the quarter or a random date in the middle of a month. It's neater and easier to choose a really neat cutoff point like one of those, the end of financial year or a new quarter. If you're working with a bookkeeper, have a chat with them on where you're at and loop them in. Please don't hit them up with the surprise, guess what, I started trading as a company last week. Having that chat well before will help you be more organized and they can get things going in the background for you and keep you informed and up to date and on other things that you might need to do. Lastly, Don't try and make the change yourself. You really need a tax agent's help on this one and you should get their advice first because there are all sorts of tax and liability differences between all the structures and everything, as you would imagine, I've touched on here is general and might not relate to your personal circumstances because everyone is different and your business is unique. So the best thing you can do is surround yourself with the right professionals to guide you and grow your business however that looks for you. Thanks so much for popping me in your ears today. If you enjoyed the show, I would love it if you left a review. And don't forget to hit subscribe while you're there so you don't miss any new episodes. There is a super short break coming up now over the crazy Christmas season here in Australia. We'll be back fresh in the first week of the new year with a special guest episode on finding out if your business is ready for a huge, exciting step. I'll catch you in the next episode.